Consider TripInsurance.com to cover your next cruise investment. Buy direct from the leading insurers and save up to 40% or more on comparable plans from the other sites. Get a quote today and save from TripInsurance.com. Okay, stand by. Broadcasting from the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. This is, this is Cruise Radio. Hey, I'm Matt Basford. Doug is on assignment. On this show, contributor of USA Today, Fran Golden, will be with us discussing cruising etiquette. But first, Stuart, you're on the cruise, guys, here. Hello, Stuart. Hey, Matt. And Doug on assignment. <laughs> Norwegian Getaway was floated out the other day at a shipyard in Germany. What's next for her? Well, it was actually pretty exciting. So the float out is a pretty important milestone in the ship's construction because essentially she is in dry dock, water's added, she then floats out and is pulled out of the construction building where uh, she's been for the last uh, year or so. And um, the next the next stage, uh, you know, for about the next 10 days, they'll be getting her ready as uh, they'll turn her around, and then she'll head north up the River Ems uh, in Germany uh, up to um, where she's going to be uh, finished and then uh, conduct her sea trials. Um, so uh, the delivery is actually not until January 10th. So it's still uh, a little ways away, but uh, the the major construction essentially at this point is now done. Very good. There's I know there's many ships that are U.S. bound from Europe, but uh, two specifically want to talk about Carnival Sunshine and MSC Divina. Uh, where are each of these ships going to be home ported? Well, Carnival Sunshine is on her way to Nolens, and MSC Divina will be home ported in Miami. And what's interesting is. This is the first Fantasia-class ship that has ever been home-ported in the United States, and it also marks uh, MSC's uh, move from Fort Lauderdale down to Port Miami. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's going to be, a, I think it's a 138,000-ton ship. Uh, they've really done an amazing job, from everything I understand, of Americanizing the ship because it's very Mediterranean. Uh, it'll still have a Mediterranean feel which is uh, where you know they're they're from but they're going to make this ship much more appealing and comfortable for US based and, and American passengers. So uh, it's it's some exciting stuff. Allure of the Seas is experiencing some propulsion problems. Everything all right? Yeah, everything's fine. Uh, the good news is that none of the hotel operations have been impacted, but apparently they're having some issues with uh, their propulsion units which uh, because the ship is not able to uh, travel as uh, at its normal speed, that they are having they, they've had to reduce uh, port times in some of the ports by maybe an hour or two here and there. But uh, I know that they're working on uh, getting that uh, fixed so that this way they can resume their schedules. But uh, the most important thing is the hotel operations have not at all been impacted. All right, Vision of the Seas just emerged from dry dock. Uh, what new additions are we going to see? Well, uh, she was uh, out in Cadiz, Spain, and uh, looking forward to seeing her actually on, on Sunday. And like uh, several many of the other ships, uh, they're doing the Royal Advantage. So essentially they're going through massive revitalizations where they're actually taking many uh, features found on their Oasis-class ships and implementing them on other other ships. So uh, they're going to have uh, new staterooms. They're going to have that, um, you know, that, that high-flying f- uh, aerial acrobatic show called the Centrum Experience, mm-hmm. uh, similar to what we experienced on uh, Grandeur of the Seas. Uh, they, they installed the outdoor movie screen that uh, has become 
so incredibly popular uh, since uh, Princess Cruises Caribbean and Princess introduced that in 2004. And uh, they added uh, some new restaurants, like uh, their very uh, successful uh, Giovanni's Table for the Italian restaurant, the Park Cafe, which is that, uh, you know, kind of like their, their snack. They'll have a Zumi Asian cuisine and, uh, of course, their uh, chef's table, as well as their steakhouse called uh, Chop's Grill. So mm. a lot of really uh, interesting things, you know, happening. And, you know, when we saw Grandeur of the Seas last year, that ship was 16 years old. Wow. And it looked better at that moment than it did, let's say, last Thanksgiving than it did when I, when I sailed on her and she was brand new. Lastly, Norwegian Cruise Line released earnings. How'd they do? Well, actually, they, they did pretty well. Um, I mean, they had stronger uh, ticket pricing, and uh, they had a very strong onboard spending, which is uh, really a good sign of uh, you know, what pa- you know, passengers are doing these days. Um, you know, they, 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 the, the Haven is really doing a, an amazing job for them, not to mention that, the, uh, you know, so this way, you know, the high prices they get in the, on, the, on their Haven suites can actually offset some of the lower pricing they get, uh, let's say, downstairs <laughs> on the uh, inside ocean view and, and balcony cabins. But, um, I mean, they're, they're performing well. I mean, it was the first full quarter that they had Norwegian Breakaway, and uh, she was commanding some, some good pricing, and... Uh, you know, I know that they're they're really looking forward to uh, you know a, a strong uh, arrival with uh, Getaway in February. And speaking of Getaway, Stuart, um, I know it's set to be homeported in Miami, but it's planning on being detoured to New York. And there's been a whole shroud of secrecy around this. Can you please enlighten us? Yeah. Well, Matt, for a couple of months, uh, essentially what happened was NCL announced they announced that the transatlantic will instead go from Southampton to New York. And coincidentally, the time period that it was going to be in New York was during uh, the Super Bowl. Aha. Uh-huh. So, of course, NCL just completely wouldn't discuss anything about uh, who chartered the ship and what was happening. Now, you can, you can bet the farm that <laughs> it cost whomever chartered the ship a huge amount of money. Because, right. you know, I mean, the ship was probably three-quarters to 80% booked. And uh, it was the inaugural sailing, and they had all kinds of events planned. And with it, at that late hour, someone had to come up with a, uh, a lot of money. Well, it, it turns out that it's Anheuser-Busch. And huh. Anheuser-Busch for, is going to essentially transform the ship into the Bud Light Hotel <laughs> <laughs> during the Super Bowl, which, right. oh, surprise, surprise. Right. Uh, we had no idea what they were going to do, but um, you know what we do know is, I mean, they're going to have uh, all kinds of events on board the ship. It will serve as a floating hotel and an event hotel for you know various Bud Bowl, Super Bowl parties. Uh, NCL still hasn't talked about it because, look, they chartered the ship to Budweiser, and uh, we'll see uh, we'll see what they do. But at least, okay, we know we know what they're doing with it. Right. Oh, I, I can now sleep easy. Yeah, the, the big secret is out of the cat's out of the bag. Thank you, Stuart. All right, buddy. Cruise Radio News, now trending at cruiseradio.net. For over 42 years, Park West Gallery has introduced over 1.3 million people to fine art. Here's what actual customers are saying. I've been collecting with Park West five, six years now. 
six years, nine years, 10 years. Everybody we meet at Park West makes you feel comfortable. You're part of their family. It is an exciting and fun experience. It is enjoyable, uplifting. Park West has been so kind to us. Park West makes us excited to spend money on art. To find out more about Park West Gallery, visit parkwestgallery.com or go to cruiseradio.net and click on the Park West Gallery icon. It's not just a good idea to have travel insurance during the winter months or hurricane season. Every travel agent or travel expert we talk to says it is a very smart idea to always travel with travel insurance. That's why you should check the folks out at TripInsurance.com. They have exclusive products from the leading travel insurers that you won't find anywhere else. Yeah, they are the low-cost leader in travel insurance with savings up to 40% or more when you compare similar coverage from other sources. What plan do you want to go with? Good, better, or better? They have coverage in all three categories that make it easy to find the right insurance plan for your budget. You know what defines great customer service? Actually being able to talk to a human being. And they do that at TripInsurance.com. They are committed to great customer service with 24-7 telephone support before, during, and after your trip. You can also file claims online right on their website. And they keep you posted of any travel alerts that could affect your travels or safety at your destination. Check them out right now. Tripinsurance.com. I sincerely doubt that the world could do without my good advice. We absolutely adore our next guest and always enjoy running into her. From USA Today's Experienced Cruise, she's also a contributing editor for Porthole Magazine. Fran Golden, welcome back to Cruise Radio. How are ya? <laughs> I'm still trying to get all your credits straight. <laughs> Holy cow. Come on, cow. spit it out. Yes. <laughs> Queen of the world. Oh, stop it. Ruler of everything. <laughs> Fran Golden. Well, you just recently uh, wrote this article, Cruise Ship Etiquette, Do This, Not That. Yeah, and I didn't mean to sound bossy, but some things just drive me crazy. <laughs> well, understandably so. I mean, we've all taken those cruises where certainly there's uh, passengers that just don't know how to behave. It's true, and, you know, I'm, I'm no Miss Manners, but come on, you know, a lot of this is common sense. But, you know, you are on the ship with other people. You're not on your private yacht, so think <laughs> about that. Well, the first one you say here is uh, one of the first things you have to do when you board the ship Number one, pay attention at the safety drill. Right. There's a lot of talk these days about cruise safety, and you should know what to do. If there is any issue, there probably won't be, but you should know. So you shouldn't be talking to your pals, and you shouldn't come to the drill with drinks in your hand, and it's not a time to take photos in your silly orange life vest, because honestly, they aren't really silly if you need them. Right. So you really should be serious, and you really should listen to what the crew is telling you at the safety drill. Number two, be spatially aware. Okay, this one just bugs the crap out of me. You know, the hallways on cruise ships are fairly narrow, um, and, you know, people will walk down the hallway. I don't know how they walk so slow. Now, I am a bit <laughs> of a type A, and I do walk kind of fast. But really, if you're walking slowly down a hallway and taking up the whole hallway, you should once in a while look around and see if there's somebody behind you. Yeah. And same with the staircases, you know. I mean, it's hysterical, for instance, when you go on a British ship and, you know, we're Americans used to walking up the right-hand staircase and suddenly people are on other sides and it's, oh, my goodness, what do I do now? But you need to be aware of the space that you're taking up. And then the other thing is, you know, especially at the buffet, there's 
tables for four people or six people or whatever. If you're one person, you may want to share that table. You know, I think, I can't believe people think, oh, it's okay for me to sit here and say, no, no one else can sit here. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's perfectly okay in that casual situation to go over to a table where maybe even there's a couple and say, look, there's four extra chairs here. Do you mind if I sit there? And, And vice versa. Some cruise lines have actually started imposing some strict rules on this one. Number three, avoid being a deck chair hog. Right. You know, everybody wants to have the perfect deck chair at the pool near the band, unless, of course, you're like me and want to be on the other side of the ship in the quiet area. But anyway, the point is that we all have our preferences when it comes to where we want to sit outside. But it's not fair to think that's your private chair for the whole cruise and to leave your stuff there and and think that, you know, it, it can be yours even when you head off to lunch or what, you know, onto an activity or whatever. These are spaces, again, that we share. So if you're at a deck chair and you know that you're going off, you need to take your stuff and let somebody else use that chair and hope that you'll find another one. Number four, don't save seats. Well, it's the same idea. You know, I've seen people go in the theater and there's like a guy at the beginning of the row saying, no, 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 I have 20 family members and I've got this row. I mean, come on, you know, where are they? You know, it's the same rules that apply on land, really. But if you want chairs, you know, don't bring every item of clothing that you have and plop it on the chair and say you're saving it. If you want to save a chair for one person or, you know, whatever, that's fine, but don't be a hog. Um, Number five, make choices quickly at the buffet. Okay, so a buffet is not the time to, like, tell your kid, this is a carrot. You like a (laughs) carrot. How about a tomato? Mommy would like you to try the tomato. Well, everybody else is waiting in line. I mean, I realize some people have food allergies, and they may need to inquire about what's in every dish, but it's more appropriate if you do have food allergies to go to the dining room, let the crew know in advance, you know, ask them in the dining room situation, not in a buffet line when everybody else is waiting behind you. You know, a lot of times there's different areas of the buffet, and I survey it before. Right. I even get in line for a lot of reasons. For one, I don't want to, you know, get out of the buffet and have my plate loaded with tacos and then find out there's something like sushi that I like even more, you right. know? You scope it out. And then you get in line, and again, that spacing, <laughs> you know, you, you make your decisions, you know, in a prompt manner and let other people get to the food. And, you know, there's always the Larry David cutting in line thing that happens, too. <laughs> You know, which I, you know, people, oh, let me just talk to my friend at the beginning of the line so I can just walk right in. You know, I mean, that stuff happens. I'm a little more patient with that, but but the the, the slow to choose drives me nuts. It's as if some of these people have never seen fried chicken before. <laughs> oh, what's this? Oh, what is exactly. Oh. What do they do to it? Oh. You know? <laughs> uh, number six, check promptly that the luggage. Um, oh, yeah. Number six, check prompt. Number six. Check promptly that the luggage delivered to your room is your own. I'm sorry. (laughs) I thought that sentence was awkward. (laughs) Do you want to do that again? I'm I'm telling you, I have had like a crazy thousand mile per hour day today. And so I apologize that I am not quite on my game. Here we go. (laughs) Number six, check promptly that the luggage delivered to your room is your own. 
Yeah, now this is a weird one. It's going to sound weird. But I've had this happen to me, you know, where the passenger in the next cabin just pulls in all the luggage in the hallway and doesn't bother to check that it's theirs. Uh And then I'm in my cabin going, where's my luggage, you know? And it gets to be later and later, and the ship has left, and it's 10 o'clock, and I just still don't have my luggage. I mean, it seems like such a no-brainer, Matt. But, you know, if you're going to pull luggage in from the hallway, just make sure it's your suitcase. And don't send your kids into the hallway and say, oh, grab some suitcase. Which brings us to our next one, number seven, keep your kids under control. Yeah, this is a big one because a lot of parents, for some reason, they're on the ship, they've got all this cool stuff, they've got all these distractions, and they let their kids kind of run wild, you know? I mean, the kids are in the children's program, but in certain age groups and cases, they can they can get out and um, <laughs> get out. That sounds like they're in jail, but, <laughs> but they can sign themselves out. But you still have to be aware of what your kids are doing, and you have to set rules. I mean, I've seen kids do all all kinds of shenanigans on ships, and it's you know I, I kind of blame the parents because yeah. kids are kids. Um, also, it's really important not to let your kids into the adult areas. I mean, if there's a ship rule that says kids not allowed, as a parent, don't try to sneak them in. Don't try to fake their age. You know, I mean, the rules are rules for certain reasons. Recently on a cruise, I saw like a toddler in a hot tub, and it just grossed me out. (laughs) It's not the place for a toddler to be. (laughs) Um, Number eight, talk quietly. Oh, yeah. Well, you know, you're sitting on your cabin balcony, which you've paid extra for, and you're looking at the sunset or the waves, and you're in this really good place, and your neighbor is shouting, to her, you know, her her relatives or whatever, either, you know, in the next balcony or just loudly back into the cabin. I mean, again, you know, respect the fact that you are not on the ship alone. You might have neighbors. Cabin doors are really heavy. Sometimes they slam. Um, be aware of that. You don't want to <laughs> slam the door at 2 a.m. You know, it's great. You've been out partying. You had a great time. That's fine. But be aware that you may be making some noise. Fran, this <laughs> list should be called... Ten things to be a normal human being. <laughs> yeah, but I was just on the most beautiful, you know, glacier cruise in Alaska, and the woman next to me drove me nuts. I mean, she was shouting at her kids, you know, talking loudly on her cell phone, you know, all <laughs> on, the, on the balcony, and I'm on the next one, and all I want to do is go, oh, I'm in this beautiful place with Mother Nature, and it, 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 it's really important to respect your neighbors. Although she might suffer from voice immodulation syndrome. <laughs> I wouldn't want to live next to her either, but that's a whole other story. She cannot control the volume of her voice. <laughs> uh, number nine, arrive on time. Yeah, this is this is one that you know people get into that vacation mode and stuff. But if you're if you're in an assigned seating situation at dinner, which by the way, if you hate that, you don't have to be. There's open seating right. uh, alternatives on most ships. But if you accept the assigned table at a set time, it's really uncool to keep your table mates waiting. I mean, they're sitting there. It's eight fifteen or eight thirty, and they're going, "All right, do we order? Who are these people? Where are they?" And you know, the same if you have a reservation at a specialty restaurant or whatever. If you if you don't arrive on time, you really mess up the crew and their schedules. Um, you know, shows arrive on time. You don't walk in and have the comedian making fun of you because you walked in fifteen minutes late late into the show. I love when the comedian. Do that, by the way. <laughs> yeah. But but you know, it's it's just 
rude not to follow. Again, a, a very simple rule that, um, you know, it might not be convenient for you, but you're not okay. the only one on the ship. Got that right. Number 10, and lastly, uh, follow the dress code. Well, you know, this drives some people absolutely nuts including my significant other. Because if I say to him, you know, honey, you really ought to put on a sport jacket, um, you know, and a nice shirt, and we walk into the dining room and the guy sitting with us is wearing a Hawaiian shirt, he's like, well, wait a minute, why did I have to put on (laughs) this less comfortable outfit? So, um, you know, if you were going to a formal night or a semi-formal night, which is kind of like cocktail attire, um, you know, if you're not going to follow the rules, then go to the buffet where it's always casual. I totally get it. If you don't want to dress up and you don't want to, you know, I don't like to pack nylons in my suitcase either, you know. If you don't want to do that, which, by the way, you don't need in the Caribbean, but right. but, but, but go ahead, leave them at home. But, but if you're going to wear shorts to dinner or whatever, go to the buffet. Well, first of all, I always pack my nylons. And secondly, <laughs> uh, he's just curious. Now, if it's formal night, and you know, there's, there's been such a shift in uh, sartorial choices for the uh, for the men and women, for oh, that matter. Oh, absolutely. You know, I mean, honestly, well, first of all, there's there's been a shift even in regular nights. Like Disney Cruise Night Line just changed their policy to allow shorts in the dining rooms, which they never did before. And I think that's adorable. I mean, after all, Mickey Mouse wears shorts, you know. Yeah, right. So, um, so why, you know, why shouldn't uh, the rest of us? Right. But, um you know, very few people do the whole ball gown, tux thing, um, which was once traditional in cruise ships. By formal night, it's just dressing up a little bit. Yeah. Again, sort of cocktail attire is the most you'll need. But it's actually really fun to go out and feel like you're going to a special night and maybe right. have your family picture taken. And often the cruise lines will have, like, a special dinner that night. They might have lobster tail or better cuts of meat or whatever on the menu. So, you know, you can feel like you're having a special night. And if everybody buys into it, it feels special. If you buy into it, and again, I mean, I, I was at one on one ship, and a guy showed up at a muscle shirt, and, and the maitre d' should have t- turned him away and didn't. You know, that kind of, like, I don't want to look at your tattoos. You know? <laughs> I, Sorry, Matt, I don't mean that personally. Right. I, <laughs> I have no tattoos that you can see. Again, this is the, these are 10 instructions for being a normal human being. <laughs> we can only hope. Uh, I love it. From USA Today's Experience Cruise and uh, expert blogger, also contributing editor for Porthole Magazine, Fran Golden. Thank you so much for guiding us. Thank you. That's going to do it from the Cruise Radio Studios in Jacksonville, Florida. I'm Matt Bassford, and this is Cruise Radio. Cruise Radio is recorded weekly at the TripInsurance.com studios in Jacksonville, Florida. Download the Cruise Radio app. Hear Cruise Radio on TuneIn Radio, the Stitcher Radio Network, the Overseas Radio Network, iTunes, CruiseAddicts.com, and on our website at CruiseRadio.net. Follow Cruise Radio on Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn, Google+, YouTube, Instagram, Pinterest, and Tumblr. For advertising opportunities, email sales at cruiseradio.net. I'm your announcer.